Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, we got a little earth, wind, and fire for you. Earth, wind, and fire. Always good for your soul. A little soul food for you is what we try and do for you on a Monday night after having a long day. I'm sure you all grinded it out after a long weekend. Anyway... I am here on this side of the glass. Joel's on that side of the glass. Joel, as is always the tradition, uh, we've got Bears. We've got uh, Bears against the Vikings, and let me look at it. Vikings minus three over under 43 and a half. Give me your thoughts, plus give us a uh, prop bet that you like. I'm going to take the Vikings minus the three. I think they're going to win tonight. I think they'll cover that number as well. I also like the over in this game. Chicago had some pretty good offense against Detroit last week, even though they lost that game. I think it's going to be a little bit more on the high-scoring side. I would take that over 43-and-a-half, and I will say a Jordan Addison touchdown for Minnesota here, tonight. Here we go, Jordan Addison. There's no Justin Jefferson, right? He's out. Correct. He'll be back probably in two weeks for them. So you've got uh, Justin Jefferson out. So you've got Jordan Addison scoring for them tonight. Yes, indeed. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, Joel's thoughts over Vikings and a Jordan Addison touchdown. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Of course, Monday Night Football uh, will be on this station. As soon as I'm done, you'll be able to hear the game. And uh, we will always, as always, we have a good time uh, here tonight as we try and Make sense of what happened this weekend. Now, let me just say this, okay? And judging by judging by the uh, uh, responses to this, I, I, I really believe that many of you have a real problem with A, reading and comprehension, and also actually just responding to the point that was actually made. First off, Twitter uh, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Pits. Peters Township, visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Um, and also the fan text line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates. Personal injury law firm where they always say there is no fee. There's never a fee unless we get money for you. I think what we saw yesterday from the Steelers was a step in the right direction. Okay? A step in the right direction. We saw some good throws. 
some good reads, some more, you know, more aggressive, what I would tell you, a more aggressive um, play calling. We saw them use the middle of the field a little bit more. There were a lot of things that you like about the Steelers and what they did yesterday. It's incredible, okay? However, that when you make that comment, and you also, when you make that comment, and you also have a little bit of a caveat and say, hmm, let's just be a little careful here. Let's just be a little careful here and look at a few things. People lose their minds, and that's what happened yesterday. Uh, first of all, I've never been on or off the Kenny Pickett bandwagon. I, I happen to think that, you know, he seems to be a guy they can win with. He seems to be a guy who, you know, is probably good enough if the team around him is good enough. So I never, ever really, uh, you know, was on or off the bandwagon. I think, you know, it all comes down to if the team around him is good enough, they'll be fine. He can make enough of the throws, and he can, you know, he's he's a, he's a gritty enough guy and a winner and all that other stuff. I really believe that he, you know, he's fine. Even when he wasn't playing all that well, I kind of felt like, you know, if they if they protect him a little bit better and run a few better routes, he'll be fine. I I didn't, you know, one way or the other. I'm not in the, you know, he's a superstar camp. I'm not in the he's the worst quarterback ever camp. I think he's a good, you know, really good player for or from the from the uh, um standpoint of you know the Steelers you know like those kind of players he's got that winner's pedigree he's a tough kid he's all that good stuff so there's that but yesterday we got to see him throw it a little bit quicker we got to see him throw it down the field a little bit more he he showed he, he proved um he proved that he had a chance to basically, um, if you give, if you let him wing it a little bit, you know, it, it, it will be a good thing that he can make some plays and things of the such. The throw to Pickens was really good. The throw to Deontay Johnson was really good down the sidelines. All of those things are very good. So, Joel, you heard me say at least five times now, right? There were... There was improvement. There were some things to build on. There were some things that you can feel good about. You've heard me say that now five, about four or five times, at least Absolutely. in the first five minutes. Okay. So why, when I say, but, they still only scored 16 points, do people lose their minds? Why do I say, when I say, it's great, all of those things are wonderful, I think you should feel optimistic, but at the end of the day, they averaged 16.6 points per game, and they still only scored 16 in this game. Yeah, the result's not there. They why, did everything. Oh, they, yeah. Why is that controversial? I got, you're a hot take guy, you're this, you're trying to take away the joy of the Steeler fans. No, no, no. My job as a journalist and my job and what I do is to add context. That's what I do, Okay. There are other guys at this station that do do a little bit more of the, you know, the rah-rah fanboy stuff. I don't do that. I try and look at things objectively. 
and measured and be a little bit of a critical thinker. Critical doesn't necessarily mean criticism. It means, you know, being able to look at a set of facts and a set of data and saying, okay, and being honest, you know, it. exactly. Let's really add some context to this. Here's the other thing, Joel. Here's the three things I said that apparently make me a hot take guy, a hater, a this, a that. I don't under, you know, don't want fans to feel good, crotchety old man, all of the stuff that I heard. Like, yeah, old man yelling, at, all that stuff. Number one, exactly what I just said. They averaged 16.6 points per game. And for all of the blustering about how great the offense was yesterday, they only scored 16, which is less than their average. And the yardage should have reflected 20-something points, and it still didn't. Secondly, I pointed out the Bengals have kind of given up on the season. A. B. Do you know how many yards and points they gave up in the two weeks prior to the Steeler game? Do you know this answer to this? Who did they play? The Texans and the Ravens. Yeah, and and those teams put up at least – I know the Ravens put up 34, and the Texans probably put up at least four touchdowns on them. 64 points, 34 and 30. Are you ready for this? 949 yards. Texans had 544 yards. Ravens had 405 yards. Yeah, that's at least 400 games, 400 plus, you know, 470-something for both those teams. So my point is there has to be some semblance of measured, this is a part of it, okay? It's a part of the story. The Bengals' offense was so bad yesterday, they kept they couldn't sustain drives, and, you know, what, what was the time of possession was absurd. And part of that is the Steelers getting first downs, but part of it is the Bengals not being able to get first downs. And again, you you know, there's a lot of people that say definitively, well, this would have happened. If Joe Burrow and T. Higgins would have played, do you think 16 points would have been enough to win that game yesterday? No. You probably would have needed at least 24. Exactly. Okay. The third thing I said that was, quote, unquote, hot take guy, you're an old school, old, old, old crotchety man, yelling at cloud guy and all the other stuff. Okay. The third thing I said was that this was not their best offensive performance of the year. Yardage-wise, it was. But when you had another game that you scored three touchdowns and 24 points against a better defense, please make the case for me that I'm wrong because 24 points, and last time I checked, is more than 16. Three touchdowns is more than one. And when, and they did the 24 points and the three touchdowns. They did it against a better defensive team. So I am not sure how anybody can say to me that I'm being hot take guy when I say, you know what, their best offensive performance of the year was still took place under Matt Canada. And when they scored the three touchdowns, yeah, they had the one short field because of a turnover. But guess what? They had a 60-yard drive, they had an 80-yard drive, and they had like a 25-yard drive for a field goal. So they had three of their four drive, three of their four scoring drives were actual drives. And the only reason I bring that up, Joel, is not to be like, oh, I told you so, and I'm in your face and everything. It's just to add a little bit of caution. 
And I'm going to throw one more thing that I threw out there that I was told I'm an idiot about, okay? How much film of Faulkner and Mike Sullivan calling plays did the Bengals have before this game? Zero, zilch, nada. Okay, so do you think that maybe it's going to be a little bit more difficult to throw the ball down the middle to Pat Fryermuth next week? Just a little bit? Yeah. Do you think maybe that, that the, the Cardinals might take a look at this film and say this is something they haven't done in three years, but they did it this week, so we've got to figure this out? They would be wise to. It's what destroyed Cincinnati yesterday. Right, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. There was an element of surprise. There was an element of horrible defense. There was an element of team that probably, on top of being horrible, is probably checked out a little bit just because Joe Burrow's down and the season's gone south and, and they had such high expectations at the start. There was probably a little bit of element of, well, you know what, all of us, I think it was uh, Friar Muth or where Mason Cole said basically, you know what, when they fired Matt Canada, we all took ownership and felt we needed all to step up collectively. So there was a, probably a little pep in the step of the Steelers that a little bit more than okay. The only reason I bring that up is because could we wait three or four weeks before we say, you see, definitively it was Matt Canada. Could we just do that? That's all I'm saying. I got people saying, well, you say they still suck. I didn't say that. You say they're terrible. I didn't say that. You're a Debbie Downer. I didn't say that. What I said was there's a lot of factors that go into this week. And I want to take some of those factors out of the equation and, and wait three or four weeks before I make, a, uh, I make a, a statement about what I think actually happened with respect to Matt Canada. Because, again, two weeks from now they play the Patriots, who are horrific, but their defense is pretty good. Their defense isn't bad. And they've got Bill Belichick, who will have now two weeks of film to study of the Steelers under Faulkner and, and Mike Sullivan. Okay. Let's see if you go up and down the field against them. I'm not saying you won't. But my point is, what are we talking about here? And here's the other thing that's the kicker, Joel. On top of all this, and what's our number? Is it still 412-928-9370? Is that still there? 412-928-9370. You're welcome to tell me, call me, and tell me I'm wrong. Or I'm right. I don't care. 412-928-9370. But here's the thing I'm going to tell you, okay? The Steelers' defense gives up a lot of yards. But they don't give up a lot of points. And Steelers fans love to point out the fact that the only thing that really matters is they don't give up a lot of points. Oh, so I see what you're saying. So what you're saying is bend but don't break on defense, right? Bend but don't break on defense works for us. But on offense, we're going to talk about yards and not points. I mean, if you want to have your own narrative and just create it your own way, that's fine. All I'm trying to tell you is I, I need to see more. That's all. I need to see a lot more. I mean, seriously. I need to see a lot more. Because that's the, that's, that's the reality of the situation. When it comes to the Steelers, yesterday was a nice start. But I am not going to overreact. And those of you that have listened to my show and followed me for a lot of years understand I never do that. 
I never do that. I never will. Because I think that it's important to note there is no reason at all, no reason at all, to overreact to one week in any sport. Some good things happened yesterday. But let's not lose our minds. That's all I'm saying. 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe tell me I'm right. Wait and see. That's all I'm asking. Fan Hotline presented by Nemecol and around every corner, Nemecol creates real-life magic for guests. Joel, did you see the Minnesota Wild fired their coaches today? Did see that. <laughs> the yes. Minnesota Wild, Frank Reich, which is the Carolina Panthers. You know the biggest upset of the day? Brandon Staley is still high, is still employed by the Chargers. I guess if they're still kind of in the playoff race, like in the hunt, just by a thin margin. That's uh, listen. If I was the Chargers, and if I was the Bills. I'd have made a coaching change today. That's me. That's me. I'd have said we have an outside shot of still getting there, and guess what? You two guys have figured out how to screw up every single close game. It seems like those two teams lose every single close game there is. And here's the thing. Yesterday, there were so many things that came down down the stretch. Even, Even a little thing, Joel, you get the ball back with 21 seconds left. You have a timeout and you have Josh Allen. And you don't try and get, in, you know, a couple of passes down the middle of the field to get in field goal range and maybe try and, and win the game in regulation. You got a kicker that's a really good kicker, too. Yeah, that was strange. 
I'd get rid of them both. Justin in Pittsburgh. Hi, Justin. Paul, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. I've been listening all day, and I have to say, you're probably the person that has the most on-point opinion here to this. And I think the reason is, is they went up against the, I think it's like the 27th-ranked defense in the league. And on top of that, like you said, there was no Burrow. If Burrow plays in that game, they put up 30. And I don't think that offense that was on the field yesterday had a chance at putting up 30. They made it look painful to get 400 yards. They honestly did. That was the other thing I was going to say. It wasn't, it wasn't really a smooth 400 yards, but it was not. It was good. It was a good start. But they've got to get better. And they've got to continue to build on that. And, and if people think that that's the end of the day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, what you're looking for, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. They're going to run into a lot harder defenses than Cincinnati's, and, and we're going to get to see, just like you said. So thanks for taking my call, guys. All right. I mean, I, I mean, again, I, that's all I look at. I, I, I try and just say I'm not going to overreact. 412-928-9370. Lou in Staten Island. Hi, Lou. Hey, Paul. How's it going, bud? Oh, it's good. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, me and you haven't spoken in a while, and I enjoy your work, man. Every time I hear you on, uh, either making me laugh or I shake my head, usually saying yes, because I agree with you. And even tonight, I did the same thing. You know, um, hear me out for a second here, because it's if you complain about wins, then you're going to complain all the time, right? Right. You know, so you, ha- you have to enjoy it to a certain point, and then you have to take a step back, and you have to be a realist at the same time. We just beat a quarterback named Browning, and we barely beat him. <laughs> okay? Let's put this in perspective, please. All right? And the week before, we lost to a quarterback who got his, his doors blown off yesterday by the Broncos defense. All right? And, you know, it is what it is. Now, saying that, let's stay positive for a second. The eye test, which me and you have been watching football for a long time, showed us something different yesterday. Right? Right. It, he looked like a half a decent quarterback. The offense looked like it had a flow to the play calling. That's one thing nobody's really mentioned, right? It seemed like he would, the candidate would call plays at the wrong time, right? Where yesterday the offense had a more of a flow to it, where, you, you know, especially at the beginning, he's throwing the ball down the seam to fire and move and stuff, which we haven't seen in, what, a year and a half? <laughs> Well, and so, I think, and I think the one that, that, that the the flow, the there, there, there was a fluid, uh, you know, uh, uh, there was a fluidity to the to the play calling. I get all that, I really do. There were definitely some things that you look at and say, boy, they were better yesterday at some of the operations. But at the same token, by the but by the same time, you you, you scored sixteen points still. <laughs> I mean, at some yeah. point, doesn't that have to be a part of the discussion? A hundred percent, Paul. But I'll I'll, I'll say two things with that. Deontay Johnson has to secure that ball and or Mike Tomlin needs to challenge that play. And then we also had to fumble down in their territory with, uh, with the running back. So it wasn't like it was 16 and it was barely 16. There were other opportunities there to get us into the twenties, but I think the fan base is so starved for some positivity. And I think the fan, that's why they, if they, they're criticizing you. I don't think it's because of what you're saying. I think most of them believe it to be true, but they're just so starved for positivity and, and, and they're worried about Pickett being a bust and all the rest of this stuff. So I think it's a little combination of both. But if he doesn't fumble the ball and ch- he challenges the, t- the, the touchdown, we're in the 20s there, right? So, you know, 
Yes, if Burrow plays, we lose the game. We know that. Now, saying that, one other thing, Paul, this is interesting. I heard this earlier today. The Steelers, if you look at their schedule, right, and you look at the Ravens' schedule, that last game of the season, we just got to be one game behind them, and then it'll be for the whole division uh, because we'll be one game out. We'll have to tiebreak if we beat them. They got some tough games coming up. They got San Francisco. They got Miami. I mean, you know, they got some pretty tough teams where our schedule, Paul, if you could write it down, which you would actually pick teams to play, it's the next four weeks. I mean, look at our schedule here. We got Arizona at home. Well, that's what you yeah, you got, got Arizona. You've got New England. You've got uh, Cincinnati with Jake Browning again. Uh, you got mm-hmm. those three games at home. You, you should win all three. That gets you to ten. And then, right. you know, between the Colts, Seattle, Seattle, and the Ravens on the road, you figure at least win one of those. So 11 is probably the minimum that you probably should should expect from this season. And 11 probably puts you at the five seed. Right. But uh, if you want to be a little positive on it, if we lose the Colts, but we beat the Ravens, with that 11, potentially can get the division if the Ravens lose two of the three that are two teams I mentioned. So... I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, I'm going to lose to New England on Thursday night. You know what I mean? And all this is a conversation's a waste. But if they take care of their business on the teams they should be, there's no question that last game in the year has a chance for us to win, uh, win the division. There, there, there's no question about it. I think that's a good thing. And I, I appreciate the call. I mean, I think that when you look at it, that's a good thing. Um, they have a chance to win the division. And I look at the Ravens and I say to myself, this is the dumbest team I've ever seen play football. The dumbest team I've ever seen play football. Every time I watch them, I say, what in the hell are they doing? First of all, you got this coach who really believes he's the smartest guy in the room and all of his analytics nonsense. You know, in the NFL, it's hard to score points. You know the other thing about the NFL, I say always, if you've got the best kicker on the planet, Early in games, how about kick field goals and take points and get a lead that's two scores or more than two, you know, one score? Or, you know, how about not let teams hang around? The Ravens specialize in in, in having 10-point leads or more and losing the game. I mean, literally, I think they've done that about six times in the last two years, and that's not an exaggeration. Where they've had at least a 10-point lead at some point in the game and lost the game. This year, I think all three of their games, they won, they were up by 10 or more. They're up on 10 on the Steelers. They're up 10 on, on uh, the Colts, and they were up 10 in their last game that they lost. Uh, to Cleveland, I'm pretty sure they were up 10 in that game. Let me look it up real quick just to make sure. 17-3, to three, is that would that qualify as being up by more than 10? They are up by more than 10 in that game, 24-9 in the third quarter. Up by more than 10 in the second half. Actually... Let me look at that game again because I think that's even worse than I think. Up 31-17 in the fourth quarter. Is that by more than 10, Joel? I'd say so. I'm pretty sure that is. I'm pretty sure that is. They're up 10-0 on the Steelers in the thir- in the second quarter, so they're up by 10. They're up by more than 10 in that game, and you know, with their receivers dropping balls and everything else and everything went on in that game, they should have been up way more than that. And so, you know, at the end of, okay, the Vikings game, I'm wrong. 
I'm absolutely wrong. They were not up at 10 points at any point in the I mean in, in the Colts game. So two of their three losses this year, they were up by 10 or more. And they just do stupid things. I mean, last night, basically, they were lucky they were playing the Chargers, who can't get out of their own way. Otherwise, they'd have lost that game, too. Their defense is really good. But they leave so many points on the table every single game. Going for it, fumbles at the wrong time. I mean, I, I, listen, for all the greatness that you, you have with Lamar Jackson, and he's a great, great player, don't get me wrong. He's really loose with the football. Really loose with the football. You know, they're up 17-6 to uh, six against the Cleveland, against the Browns. Miles Garrett blocks a field goal. So it should have been up 20-6 to six there, right? Then they get the ball again, and, and they're driving. And, of course, uh, Lamar Jackson throws an interception. Then they go touchdown, punt, touchdown. Then they're up 31-24, and for some unknown reason, with uh, eight minutes left, they decide they're going to start chucking the ball over the place. They throw an interception for a touchdown. It's 31-30. Long story short, that's a game they should have won. Just run the football a few times. Last night against the Chargers, they were having some success running the football, and they kept throwing it. And, you know, it just it makes no sense to me what they were doing last night. I just laugh. I just laugh. And so I feel like it's one of those situations where I really, 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 really think that the Steelers are going to have a chance to overtake the, the Ravens. By the same token, the Ravens are good enough. I could see them going on and winning the Super Bowl. That's how good they are, talent-wise. They just play a stupid brand of football and do a lot of self-inflicted things that hold them back. At any rate. Uh, time for the annual City of Pittsburgh Gingerbread House Competition. Visit the amazing display on the Grand Lobby of the City County Building, including the Odyssey uh, Pittsburgh Gingerbread House Display, and vote online for your favorite to win the People's Choice Award. Details at pittsburghpa.gov forward slash gingerbread. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When it fires still, we're doing it. I can tell you this much right now by looking at Twitter. Basically, you'll be easy. It's easier for you to say this. Every quarterback in college football is transfer portal. Everyone. They're all in the transfer portal. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I just don't get it. I, I, I. It was never supposed to be this. Now it's just stupid. Steel in Wall Street. Hi, Steel. What's going on, Paul? How are you, buddy? Good man. Good show tonight. Well, thank you. Um, not to. I don't want to harp on uh, too much on the uh, the four hundred yard thing, but. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter who the opponent was because the Steelers had plenty of bad defenses that they went up with, uh, up against with Canada. Still to come away without that amount of yardage is, is definitely embarrassing. And the fact that they did it on the first game without them, again, I don't care who it was with against because they played plenty of bad defenses. It doesn't matter. But uh, I want to talk more thing, about The 400 the- thing is wonderful. How about 16 points? Well, again, uh, yeah, but with that last caller said about, uh, I mean, De- Deontay Johnson catch, fumble. Right, but non- they've had plays, you know, last year against the Jets when Deontay Johnson's foot was one quarter of an inch out. This year when George Pickens just basically lazily didn't get. I mean, we could do that in every game. and a lot of games we can do that in where, well, if this didn't happen or that didn't happen. Well, this is what happened. 16 is what they well, scored. Here's the other thing with people talking about the points. Okay, last time I looked, 16 points was was better than 10. And I mean, you were just complaining about how the Ravens were being silly and stupid with the ball where they should have won the game. Well, bottom line is the Steelers won the game and they didn't turn the ball over. And whether or not they had 400 yards or 16 points really doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the W. But I want to talk about one other thing, though, in terms of statistics that's that's going to be even pointing up. Uh, okay. Uh, it's going it's to be an arrow pointing up big time here. Um, the Steelers right now are fifth in uh, points allowed per game in the NFL right now. Right. And they're and they're about to go up against two anemic offenses in uh, Arizona and New England. I mean, there's a good chance that uh, in about two weeks. We're going to be talking about the Steelers having a top three defense in the NFL with points against. Based on what? Uh, that they're fifth now, and they're going to be playing two of the worst offenses in the next uh, two right. weeks. But but what is what, what you say? Top five based on what? Points per game. Okay, which which, per game. which which is the stat that matters, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so why so why does it matter then on offense yardage, but not points? Well, if they're averaging uh, more points than they're giving up, then that's what matters then, right? 
but we're talking about the offense yesterday. Right. You're sa- I'm saying that they're going to be – where I'm going with this is, is if they have a defense that's top three and uh, giving up points per game, then they should be playing this, uh, you know, score 21 points and don't take any chances and let's, let's let T.J. Watt control the game. Let's let Joey Porter shut down their receiver. Let's not turn the ball over. So then why let's fire score. Matt Canada? Well, dude, obviously, because they, they might have not even scored 10 points yesterday. But, but they've scored more than 20 several times with Matt Canada against better defenses than the had, Bengals. Look, you're, you're totally denying the fact that that was a touchdown by Deontay Johnson. I mean, again, 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 my whole thing with the whole thing. You can't, I love that people want to just cherry pick. It wasn't a touchdown. Do you know how I know that? Because it wasn't rolled a touchdown and they only scored 16 points. Do we do we want to go through? Are are, are we going to go through every single game now and and take a look at uh, touchdowns that should have been, or you know times they fumbled or or turned the ball over at times or whatever? We you don't do that. You are what has Bill Parcells to paraphrase Bill Parcells. You are what the numbers say you are. They scored sixteen points. I mean, it's like we're we're going to cherry pick now what what we want our narrative to be. When it comes to defense, yards don't matter, points do. When it comes to offense, all that matters is points. Okay, well, if, if all that matters is having more points than the other team, why are we caring about – why are we firing Matt Canada? Clearly, the Steelers didn't believe that the offense was productive enough, which is exactly – you know I know that? Because it's exactly what Mike Tomlin said. We need to score more touchdowns. We need to score more points. We need to be more productive. That's all I'm saying. That's not me saying that, by the way. That's Mike Tomlin on Tuesday saying that. You can't have all these, uh, we want to go over all of <laughs> You're like trying to, uh, uh, you know, stretch yourself into a pretzel in order to try and make your point. You shouldn't have to. My point is, the whole point of changing the offensive coordinator was, quote unquote, we need to score more points. We need to be more productive. We need to score more touchdowns. Guess what? They failed on all three of those counts. They won the game. They had a lot of yards. But on the three things that we were told were the objective, right, which was more points, more touchdowns, be more productive in that in, in, those, in, in, in the score in, in scoring, they failed. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't mean that we didn't see good things yesterday. And then look, it doesn't mean that they their defense is tremendous. But you know what? Their defense does sometimes give up a lot of yards, but they don't give up points. So, I mean, they're going to win games, but guess what? When they played against the 49ers, was 16 points enough to win that game? Probably not. Probably not. 16 points wasn't enough to beat the Jags. And the Jags made a bunch of mistakes that day. Otherwise, they would have scored more. And I guarantee you, if you score only 16 points against the Ravens the next time, you probably lose the game. 16 might not even be enough to win in Seattle. So all I'm saying is, <laughs> all I'm saying, it's simple. There's, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. But what we were told by the head coach is they changed the offensive coordinator because they wanted more points, more production, more touchdowns. Bob in Greensburg. Hi, Bob. 
Joe in White uh, Whitehall. Hi, Joe. Hey, hey, Paul. You know, it's. Do you remember long ago? I think you were on the radio, and some guy from West Virginia called you up and said, "Why don't you have more about West Virginia?" And you try to explain to him. It was a Pittsburgh station, and they went through the Pittsburgh teams. You remember that rant? Yeah, I do. Well, you're just as right this time. And the only problem with Pickett, really, if you boil it all down, is if he could, if if he was a little more, uh, he could run a little better, and and, and can just uh, run around like Hertz and the, and but uh, Mahomes and and then the other guy, uh, even Lamar, if he could, uh, not even as, as fast, but if he was a little quicker feet and could run a little faster, he'd be just as good as they are because. A lot of their plays are, you know, they make plays, and that's he just a little, a little lead-footed that way. So, I think that's the difference between him being a, you know, a good, serviceable guy and a, a guy could take you somewhere big. Right. I mean, I think he, I think they could listen if he plays like he did yesterday, and they finish some drives with their defense, they could win big with him. I, I don't. I'm not saying he's good or bad or you know what I mean. I I think yeah. he's he's a guy that is you know to me could be a really a, a very very more than serviceable NFL quarterback you can win with if you have the right pieces around him. So yeah. you know at the end of the day he's got to get better though. Just got to right. keep getting better. That's 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 yeah. the big thing. Yeah, and it's hard work to do that, but he he's a hard worker, so maybe he can do it. Right. Anyway. Enjoy your show. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Pat and Lily. Hi, Pat. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, thank you for calling. Hey, I I have to agree with you. I think a lot of people are what you said or just not looking at it the right way like I am. We got to get better. I mean, it was an improvement. It, we're, we're not putting the points on the board. But, it, you know, it's got to get better offensively, definitely. But. What I did see Sunday, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me, but I'm going to let you talk. I saw a comfort zone between the – I don't even know the guy's offensive coordinator's name for that game. But I saw a comfort zone. Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan. Yeah, okay. Okay, great job. I mean, that comfort zone with Kenny and him and Friermuth, before Friermuth's injury – I thought he was way underused. He's a great target for Kenny with a little bit of a confidence problem. But, yet, you know, Sunday was – I'm just – I'm going to let you talk and see if maybe what I'm saying you can make sense out of it. Well, I appreciate it. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I appreciate uh, the call. Listen, I think that they did some good things. Confidence is a good thing for Kenny, Kenny Pickett. I thought he made good decisions quickly. I thought he used his eyes correctly, you know, looked downfield, got things. I get all that stuff. I thought throwing the ball to 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 uh, Fryermuth was a huge part of what they did yesterday. I get it. I don't. I, I I'm not missing that point. All I'm saying is, the number one thing I. The number one thing that we were told was the reason they were firing Matt Canada. It wasn't, oh, yards. It wasn't, oh, this. It wasn't, oh. It was, they're not scoring enough. And in this game, they scored 16 points. 
And all I said was, a few weeks ago, they played the Rams. They scored 24 points. They had three touchdowns, which by every measure, 24 points and three touchdowns is better, much better, actually, than 16 points and uh, one touchdown, regardless of how many yards you have. It's not hard. Uh, Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. Check out the red tag bonus sale going on through December 4th and visit uh, sunchevy.com. Tonight, breezy, some, uh, some snow, low 23. Tuesday, snow shower, winds continue. High of 30, low of 21. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 